Today's episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to Stuff from the Science Lab from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This is Allison Lattermilk, the science editor at HowStuffWorks.com. This is Robert Lamb, science writer at HowStuffWorks.com. And today we're... Uh, tackling a pretty big question, uh, and one that uh, at the time of this recording was still making the rounds in the, the news media. Um, will aliens destroy us? And uh, I need a need to stress here that we're dealing with a a big cosmological question here. One of the biggest, certainly. Yeah, this is, there's a lot of speculation in this. Like, like very high-minded speculation, not like, uh, you know, whatever, you know, just it's, um, it's not based necessarily in st- in strict scientific research. You know, that that's the whole nature of, of some of these big cosmological questions. Yeah, so we're going to be having more of a conversation than a discuss- than tearing apart some study today. Yeah, so uh, the reason this was making the news is because uh, of a series currently airing on uh, Discovery called... A very fine one. Yeah, Into the Universe with Stephen Hawking. And you wrote for this, right? Uh, yeah, I wrote for the, uh, the website. Um, did some summaries, a couple of really cool quizzes on aliens and time travel. And, a couple and of culture. really hard quizzes. I'm yeah, I, I couldn't even get them right. Uh, they're that hard, and I wrote the different things. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so the, the first episode right out of the gate was aliens. And, uh, and I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and read part of the script here, you know, that, uh, what Hawking says. He says, uh, we only have to look at ourselves to see how intelligent life might develop into something we wouldn't want to meet. 
we humans are already capable of manipulating the course of our own evolution. Exactly the same, presumably, would be true of advanced extraterrestrials. Ultimately, they could halt aging and become virtually immortal. What's more, they might have reached that point many millions of years ago. It might sound unlikely, but if you think about it logically, alien technology should be as extraordinary to us as a rocket ship is to a caveman. I imagine they might exist in massive ships like these, and this is where in the show you get to see like a big, giant spaceship, you know, barely. Covering. Yeah. Um, like these, having used up all the resources from, from the home planet below. Such advanced aliens would perhaps become nomads, looking to conquer and colonize whatever planets they can reach. If so, it makes sense for them to exploit each new planet for materials to build more spaceships uh, so they could move on. And naturally, with quotes like these, news stories were right on it. And pretty soon they started producing headlines like, Don't talk to aliens, warned Stephen Hawking from Fox News. Or CNET, Stephen Hawking, aliens might hate us. I like that one. So, yeah, I think it was it was kind of a slow news week when all this hit. Like, this was right before, um, you know, we had some uh, environmental issues uh, pop up and some uh, some other big stories hit. So, uh, And you got to fill that science section of the uh, the website with something, right? right? I don't think Hawking was engaged in fear-mongering. That really wasn't his intent. It was no. more speculation. Yeah, so we can't stress stress it enough that, that Hawking was not saying, you know, go, you know, buy a shotgun and hide in your basement because the aliens are coming to harvest the planet. The argument is simply, hey, if life universally evolves from the chemistry on planets uh, where the you know you have the correct minerals, the right temperature range, and there's enough time for it to evolve, then and you know if if that's true, and if they eventually evolve to the point where they have technology sufficient enough to reach us, then what might they be like? You know, it, it's kind of in the same way that we we figure out how solar systems work by looking at our own solar system. It's the best model we have and the closest. Uh, likewise with life. So if we, you know, we, we look at how life has evolved here on Earth and we, we use that as a model for how it might have applied, how, how it might have evolved elsewhere. And, uh, so, you know, you sort of have to look in the mirror and consider what that first contact would be like, you know? So if you think about aliens, in fact, reaching our planet, then you have to think that, uh, such a scientific development would also be accompanied by an ethical development, right? If they're going to reach our planet, they probably value life. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's a, a counter argument that's, uh, that's come out. You know, people say they're probably not going to be like some sort of evil, like Borg race intent on destruction. And you've heard something about the Canadian defense minister, Paul Hillier, making this claim. I, I hadn't seen that. What was uh, his scoop on this? Well, th- yeah, this is uh, making the, the rounds and, uh, and they're saying that he's uh, he's claimed that they've been visiting for a while and they haven't done any harm yet. And I, I actually, you know, there are probably a lot of people out there who would say, hey, uh, you know, I think aliens have come to this planet and they haven't, uh, you know, enslaved us and taken all our resources yet. I'm sorry. So you think that the... Co- no, I don't think that at all. So the Canadian defense minister thinks that they're already here? That's what some news sources are saying. The former, this former Canadian uh, defense minister. I wonder why he's former. Uh, I don't know. The aliens might have had something to do with it. But yeah, the the argument about the ethics is that, like, an ethical stance would end up taking over, um, or you know, augmenting what Darwinian evolution started. You know, because it's it's easy to say it's like, all right, survival of the fittest. You know, look at an organism. You know, big organisms either want to consume other organisms or compete with them for the same resources. And if you just follow that structure, then you know, even like if you had a starship, you would still be an organism intent on getting more resources. 
unless you you develop these ethics along the way where you have you know high-minded ideas about yeah, I don't want to destroy another planet because that's an independent um you know evolution and I don't want to inter- interfere with it maybe I just want to observe it etc hmm or it could be maybe I just want to exploit the resources and enslave the people right it's kind of the whole like are aliens going to be touchy feely or are they going to be jerks you know I personally and, and, would prefer them to be touchy-feely. Well, and basically Hawking was... I would prefer that, too. And I imagine Hawking would prefer I that as well. I think Western civilization would prefer that. Yeah, but he's just saying, it's like, well, let's look at what we know, what we've seen. The model that, you know, the best model we have shows humans kind of being jerks. That's true. Nuclear weapons are up there. Um, yeah, the, um, you know, exploiting uh, less technologically advanced peoples, etc. Another reason put out there not to fear an alien invasion is that they probably don't know we're here. Um, like even if you, uh, even you look at the, Dra- if you take the Drake equation and you, you know, extrapolate it in a very, um, you know, liberal way to where we have a lot of different races out there, uh, with, with te- technology sufficient to either detect our signals or, you know, or even travel to us. Um, you have to take, take into account that these places are like thousands of light years away. So they won't, they won't even know about us. They won't even be able to detect a signal. Until about three thousand A.D. Really? Yeah, I mean that's 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 one of the big one, big reasons not to get up, all up in arms over this is because the universe is so big, the distances are so vast. Uh, you know, it takes that long for light to travel. So, and and as far as we know, traveling faster than light is impossible. That's the universal speed limit. So, so they're limited in their ability to even detect that we're here. And, uh, and also in the, in their ability to travel to us in a reasonable amount of time. You know, if they're, if you're 3,000 light years away and you can travel the speed of light, it's going to take you 3,000 years to reach us. And what could you possibly want that bad that's worth that kind of trip, you know? Company. Well, yeah, but then you could get that, um, by just communicating with us, you know? We could just have a long-term relationship, us and the aliens. There's no need to, you know, speed things up. Yeah, we could You just can't tech- speed things up faster than the speed of light. You know, we could just text message. Yeah, exactly. Send a long email, heartfelt. Yeah, why would they need to show up? Well, Though that-, that actually goes into one of the reasons to be afraid is that if an alien, the distance is so great that if an alien actually showed up at our doorstep, he would have to be he, she, it would have to be here for something on the planet, like because everything else could be done via communication. You know, it's like if you're you're having like the, an email exchange with somebody online and it's like, oh, this this relationship is fine. This is exactly where it needs to be. We're emailing back and forth. And then that person shows up at your doorstep. You call the cops because <laughs> there's something up. And that's that's kind of the argument here. Unless faster than light travel is somehow possible for a ridiculously advanced alien uh, civilization, in which case it's, you know, no big deal for him to show up at your doorstep. So I don't know. The other thing is that time isn't on our side. Given the age of the universe, which we know to be 13.7 billion years, courtesy of WMAP. Thank you, WMAP. It's more probable that there are intelligent species that are 10,000, a million, even 10 million years more advanced than us, which is kind of a crazy thought. Yeah. they Technology 10 million years ahead. Yeah, like they would just be so, I mean, we can't even comprehend that. It's like an ant trying to figure out like how, you know, an iPhone works or something. <laughs> Right. I mean, they'd be gods and we would be the ants. Yeah, we would be just at the mercy of the, the iPhone. Um, another uh, cool point, and this goes back to the whole alien showing up at your doorstep after an email conversation. Uh, Ray Villard pointed this out on uh, dis- the Discovery Space blogs. Um, have you seen the movie Avatar? 
I haven't. Okay. I well, badly want to see it. All right. Well, this this is not a spoiler, but the whole reason that the evil humans come to this alien world is to harvest a um, a special element. Right. Called, I do know that. Called unobtainium, which um, it's I, cleverly named. Yeah, Very I'd like cleverly to see named. that on the uh, the far future. Um, periodic table but um <laughs> but the, the thing is the, the whole idea is it's oh it's unobtainium it's this magic element you can only get one place in the universe and that's why we're going to do everything in our in in our power no matter how cruel to harvest it um but in reality there's no such thing as 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 unobtainium or anything like this like there's nothing on earth that that aliens could want that bad that would merit that kind of a journey and that much time and effort unless they are just jerks and want to kick us around well, what about something in the Amazon rainforest? Perhaps a very rare cure that is only found deep in the reaches of the Amazon rainforest. And they know they have very little time left because the rainforest is being chopped down at you know, acres per day. And maybe it's that. Yeah, but if you have that kind of technology, what could possibly exist in the Amazon rainforest that you couldn't create on your own? You know, you could well, devise a not, genetic code for it. Maybe they're not that good at recreating the natural world. But I guess if you're that far advanced, what do you need with the natural world? You yeah. can create anything. Unless what they want are art, you know, or to communicate with our whales, right? <laughs> and the other thing that's really key in our discussion is the is our concept of aliens, what we imagine aliens to be. Even if they are highly technologically advanced, maybe they're microorganisms. Maybe they're alien microorganisms, which pose the greatest danger to us, to life on Earth. Yeah, I- like even if they were to, uh, you know, to again show up at our doorstep and, you know, whether they were ethical or jerks. What if they had some sort of little uh, little illness, uh, you know, hanging around in their bodies that is nothing to them but would just, you know, be chaos for us? Be like a War of the Worlds, except the reverse. Right, and the Spanish conquistadors. Exactly. They yeah. Bring with them some sort of accidental bioweapon, which. Yeah, I mean, all the the Europeans coming to the New World. I mean, just you know, they accidental bioweapons all over the place. You know, measles and smallpox. Accidental pox. bioweapon. That's yeah. a funny term. I mean, it, it kind of, uh, won the battle for the conquistadors. So again, if you look to, look to past models of what it's like when an alien species, such as the Spanish, you know, arrives on an alien world, such as that of, uh, you know, South America, um, what, ha- what can happen? People can be jerks. People can carry, um, microbes that, uh, the, uh, their, uh, their hosts aren't prepared for. To turn to imperialism, if you want to know what's going to happen between aliens and us, and that's that's Hawking's uh, whole argument. Yeah. Well, it's definitely an excellent, thought-provoking question. Yeah, that's the great thing about it. I mean, it makes us think about the far future, about our place in the cosmos, and look, you know, at ourselves and just what we're capable of. So, what do you think? Are you afraid now? I'm not. I'm curious. Yeah. Infinitely curious. What about you? I used to be afraid. I used to be afraid of uh, UFOs. That I would mainly that I would be abducted, not that I would be that our planet would be enslaved and harvested for its resources. More that they would just come get me. To me, that seems a little egocentric to think. I mean, why would they pick you? Well, I was like thirteen. I mean, everybody's at the center of their own universe at thirteen. But I, you know, it's like Unsolved Mysteries had all these UFO abductions going on. You know, like that was like half of the program. And so the idea was, if you're looking up into into the stars. They're, you're going to see a UFO, and they're going to know that you saw their UFO, and then they have no choice but to come and get you. <laughs> it does seem funny, though. Some of the people who have said that they were abducted by aliens, why? Why would the aliens pick you? If I were an alien, I would pick some famous mind, maybe a head of state, something like that. Really? Just a 13-year-old? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably pick up Brian Cox. Unless it was Ender Wiggins. 
Can you Ooh. tell I've been reading my oh. science fiction? Oh, yeah, you've been reading that one. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. So if you guys have any thoughts on whether aliens are going to destroy us, send us an email at sciencestuff at howstuffworks.com. Yeah, just drop by the website and uh, search for SETI, search for uh, aliens. We have a whole bunch of cool articles about those topics. Uh, and we also have a Twitter account. And, uh, and Do you a- think aliens have Twitter and Facebook? Yes. Yeah, they do. I just, uh, like, friended one on Facebook the other day. <laughs> but, um, but no, fr- uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, you can find us there. We're Lab Stuff or search for Stuff from the Science Lab. We do write to us, um, interact with us there, ask us questions, see what we're up to. Yeah, that's all we got. Thanks for listening, guys. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Want more HowStuffWorks? Check out our blogs on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Visible. The future of wireless is here, and it's transparent. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 a month, every month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees, no surprises, no, really. What are you waiting for? Get with the times and switch to Visible at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> Redwood Forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.